Welcome back to SIGGRAPH Spotlight. In this episode, we rewind to some of the incredible content presented at SIGGRAPH 2023. Listen in for a replay of the talk using pre-visualization to bring HBO's The Last of Us to life. Listen in as presenter Sam Wickert breaks down the pre-visualization work of one of the show's key sequences and discover more about advancements in pre-visualization. Let's begin. The reason why we're here talking today is because of some work we did for pre-visualization on The Last of Us, and mainly the beginning scenes in episode one. Now, in order to talk about this, I wanted to back up a little bit to just illustrate how we got involved with the project and illustrate some of the asks that were involved for the previs. In March of 2021, back all the way over two years ago, we created a YouTube video called The Future of CGI, which utilized real-time technology to showcase how we thought uh, CGI could be changing in this world of making things faster, better, and cheaper. And we illustrated the use of Unreal Engine, real-time technology with motion capture, virtual camera, all in real time to pre-visualize and showcase scenes. And after making this video and uploading it to our platform, we got an email. And this was a rather interesting email because it included a couple different keywords, a potential job and the last of us for HBO. And my jaw hit the floor. We were very interested in this. And I went back and forth on a couple different emails and come to find that they were looking for previs for episode one. And my first question was, why not just use traditional previs? It's ugly, but it works, right? You're just trying to get the look, the feel, the timing of what is going to be shot on set to make things easier. But this was a unique case scenario because at this point in time, the world was just coming off of the pandemic. Film and TV was coming back in action. And HBO had delayed The Last of Us up until this point in time. And they were still under quarantine lockdown, working on getting things started. So we were in this position where they were ready to shoot episode one. They had some key scenes, mainly the first scene where the outbreak is occurring, where they're doing a big one in the vehicle driving through the town of Calgary. And HBO had a position where they wanted to previs this scene in a new and dynamic way. And it was to create the world in real time with characters in real time, all done collaboratively in real time. A lot different than how previs is normally done. And this is kind of what that looked like. So as you can see, we have an entire scene built in Unreal Engine with a character mocapped in real time that we can get on collaborative Zoom calls. Because on top of this, the production was in a, a unique case scenario where they had some very talented individuals, but the director of photography, for instance, had not worked on a project, including a lot of visual effects. So we needed to create a pipeline that would be able to interactively allow the team to be on the same page and create this daunting two-minute-long scene that is a complete one throughout the town of Calgary that was ultimately shot. So how are we going to do this? And it all comes down to the technology. And that technology was utilizing Unreal Engine. Unreal Engine is something that our team has been utilizing so much in the past. And it ultimately has allowed us to do work in real time. You saw in our show reel, we had some work with the Mr. Beast team where we recreated Squid Game in 10 days. That was 350 shots that we had to create, and we did it all in 10 days with a team of around 15 artists. So with that in mind, Unreal Engine is really the only way we could make that happen. So jumping into Unreal, the first step was creating the world. 
and we utilized photo scans of the town in Calgary to the T. We were allowed to use this not only for pre-visualization, but also tech visualization. We were able to drive a car in engine through the town of Calgary and illustrate exactly the kilometer per hour that the car, the stunt driver, was supposed to be going in order to fulfill the two-minute-long sequence. And you can see then, normally previs is not very pretty, but we were able to completely light this all in engine and showcase it in real time, creating this complete scene. The next step then is creating the characters. So we had to create Sarah, and we utilized a lot of the new tools at the time two years ago with Unreal Engine's metahuman technology, right? So here you can see Sarah, who's completely mo-capped in Unreal Engine, with the ability to animate her in real time. And this was prior to Nico Parker even being brought onto the show. So we were able to immediately change out the character to fit the needs of the casting that was occurring for the production. And you can see, with all that created, we then had a functional product to be able to show. But there's one very key element then that's missing, and that element is a virtual production interactive camera, the ability to actually showcase these scenes in real time. So ultimately, we utilized a platform with our Xsense solution to be able to interactively create these scenes. This was used to be able to actually create a frame by frame. And you can see we've got the planes flying over. Here is our previs. And now the next step in this process, we have our virtual camera, we have everything working it was time to do remote collaboration. How could we actually showcase this in a live setting to work with the producers, the director of photography, the director, and be able to actually showcase and use this engine because they're in different offices out in Calgary. So using the engine with the setup, we were able to completely iterate and manipulate the scenes in real time. So one of the key scenes uh, was some cop cars coming up and pulling up right in front. So we're able to preview live, showcasing the camera angle, place the cars, and then you can see how this forms in the actual previs, and then how it was ultimately filmed. And Sequencer is used in Unreal Engine with the ability to be able to manipulate all these scenes. There is one particular spot here where we couldn't get the right feeling of this car hitting. We tried multiple different angles, all live on the call, and ultimately landed on this right here, because this allowed us to get the best emotion of shock with a car coming up. And now on top of this, the iteration specifically with the airplanes going in the air. This was a very interactive experience. At one point, we were even optioning trying to have the airplane that crashes in the back of this road off to the side just to see what this would look like because it would save money in visual effects. The explosion could be off to the side. Ultimately, that was not decided, and doing a lot of different real-time collaboration, the director and the director of photography were able to decide to have it land exactly at this area back here, and we were able to pinpoint exactly where the car needed to be located. Now you can see this is the raw previs that was delivered, and there are multiple iterations that we were able to run through with this. At one point, we optioned to see a wing fly off instead of a piece of debris from the tire, but ultimately the tire landed, and that was what we ended up utilizing. So we were able to jump on these calls and be able to interactively showcase all of this tech and utilize it to make a final product. And it's something that our team ultimately utilizes all the time now as well, because having a plan and going on a production and being able to have a, a very fluid blueprint 
is very incredible. And you come up with things that normally you wouldn't be able to come up with unless you're on set. And even then, you don't have this ability to load up the sequence and slowly, frame by frame, go through all of these different options. So it's a collaborative experience that ultimately led to some really impressive results that we're quite proud of being able to utilize this technology then to be able to create an interactive experience. And that's ultimately what you have here. We have the power of tech coming together to be able to create an experience, a piece of a scene, and you have remote collaboration on previs with utilizing virtual production, and it's all done in real time. A lot different from the traditional pipeline of going back, taking in client notes, uh, hitting various different milestones, and then ultimately delivering. It was a very collaborative experience that ultimately led to a better product. It all came down to this ability to create a world inside an engine and be able to interactively manipulate it and view it in a unique way. It was almost as if we were there in real time on the set and being able to drive through. But it ultimately led to collaboration between so many different people because of that. And it's quite fun to look at because The Last of Us is a brilliant game and it was then turned into a brilliant show. And I find it interesting that we're in this very interesting world where video games and film are coming together, and they're meeting, and in this world of faster, better, cheaper, visual effects are ultimately running in video game engines, and we're able to get that look, the same look that you expect from an offline render, but in real time. And you're able to make that world, and you have all the advantages of real time then because of that. And with that, you have endless possibilities. The ability to create these worlds and showcase them is quite incredible. And the interactivity that is then unlocked with Unreal Engine to utilize is, is quite amazing. So that is it. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you so much for the presentation. We have a student volunteer who's going to take a microphone around. So if you have a question, please raise your hand. Hey, thank you. Thanks for doing the talk. That was great. How would you say the emphasis on pre-production, rich pre-visualization, and the sort of general shift of things to before shooting, like more planning, less on-set decision-making and stuff like that. How is that changing the media production landscape and how does that affect pre-visualization and VFX houses like yours? It's very interesting, largely because a lot of stuff happening with virtual production is taking something that normally would take weeks or months at the tail end of a production. But you, you take this process and then you put it all the way to the front, right? So you're ultimately then squeezing all of this work and it's sometimes a little bit of a daunting task, but it's through the use of these real-time technologies that you're able to really just, as long as the product is as good, if not better, you then unlock all of the added advantages of these engines, right? So in an offline renderer, for instance, just the ability to see this stuff in real time, see bokeh, see the lighting, that's just non-existent. So ultimately, there's all these hidden advantages. But at the end of the day, the collaboration is really what shines. We were often on calls, uh, and some of these calls were three to four hours long, and we were able to find different areas where the plane needed to go. We have this one idea for a car crash that almost, the car almost hits us as we're driving through and we make a right-hand turn. However, we wanted to have the car in the front, but I'm having a hard time visualizing exactly what will happen if the car's in the front and we see it for too long as the audience. Is it as scary? No, it's not. We come to find that just due to doing it. We can go and actually like stage it, prep it, and that's something that would have cost so much money 
and so much time and labor on the front end. So ultimately, with these tools, you're able to do more and learn more together, and that's really the power of it. Hi, thank you for the talk. You mentioned a lot of opportunities and things that this way of working solves, right? What kind of challenges have you faced and how do you think, would you like to solve them in the future by, you know, going on a Zoom and spending like hours on a call or like using this specific technology? What were you still missing within this way of collaborating? Obviously with any new technology, there's hurdles. And even when we worked on this project, Unreal Engine 5 wasn't even out. So we were actually using 4.27 at the time. And with this new technology, there's always innovation that's happening rapidly, real time. And our team is small and nimble, and we're able to kind of take these things head on to be able to find the best solutions. But ultimately, kind of a pipeline is one of the biggest hurdles when utilizing technology like this and being able to have a clear pipeline when moving forward. So with our nimble team, we're able to kind of take things head on, and we love to collaborate and find interesting techniques to be able to pull things off. And that's kind of the culmination of what happened here. But ultimately, that's how I would ultimately come down to that. I think it really just comes down to, with new technology, there's always hurdles. When it comes to real-time motion and facial capture, what alternatives exist for either independent productions or individual creators outside of Exxon's? So the motion capture industry is rapidly evolving, which is really exciting to see, especially someone like myself who's come from the world of initially creating digital content online, always trying to do things for a cheaper price tag and trying to rival kind of the Hollywood look. And something that's going on with motion capture is there's tons of companies now entering the playing field. Xsense was largely a, is a fantastic product, but there's also other products that also operate perfectly. You have, uh, you know, Rococo that exists, and you also have one of my favorite things happening right now is actually artificial intelligence utilizing multiple cameras with a company called Move AI, a collaborator with Epic Games as well. But there are a lot of different options and alternatives. But one of the biggest things is, honestly, with Epic Games, a lot of the stuff you saw, aside from the hardware, is actually free in-engine. You can utilize this stuff for free today. You can download Unreal Engine 5. And the face capture was actually, there's multiple ways to run face capture now with Unreal Engine, but it's really amazing because you can use AR Kit on an iPhone or you can use their new MetaHuman animator and get some of the most incredible real-time animation in an engine. So it's a very cool time to be a creator. Hi, yes, thank you. So my question kind of manages with dealing with size when you're managing Unreal Engine. Obviously, you mentioned you had like the scans of the buildings in Calgary, which I think is fantastic, but how did you manage making sure that the scale of the rest of the components in your previs was effectively matching what you were aiming for? So when, when you have this talk of tech viz, which is, you know, we're working in tech viz where we're actually utilizing the correct scale of everything, the correct sizing, real world scale. Unreal Engine's great with that. It works in centimeters. And oftentimes scanning comes out in real world size, but you ultimately have to have measurements from set and the ability to do that. With that, then everything kind of falls into place in the tech viz world. And that then is what allows us to be able to say, hey, here is what a 15 millimeter on your RE Alexa Mini looks like versus here's what a 25 millimeter looks like. It actually determines some of the camera lens packages that were then decided as well. So ultimately that conversation of tech viz 
comes down to just making sure that your set survey is really, really good. Let's thank Sam one more time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of SIGGRAPH Spotlight. Look forward to even more innovative content at SIGGRAPH 2024, taking place July 28th through August 1st in Denver. Visit s2024.siggraph.org to stay up to date on the latest conference information. Until next time.